Have you ever read a passage in the Bible and wondered what it meant? Do you wish the Bible was easier to understand and apply to your personal situations? As pastors by trade and teachers by profession, our goal is to make the Word of God accessible, relatable, and practical to your life. Join us as we dive into the Word and bring hope home to your life today. Hello everyone, this is Pastors Bryce and Colette Schaefer, and we are here with Bringing Hope Home. And we are so glad you're with us once again this week. That's right. For the last week of our February study of love, um, all month we've been talking about love. And from God's perspective, God is love. And so it's an important subject because it it covers everything. It's going to be the, the ground the um, basis. The base yep, for the everything base else. for everything. Everything else will fall if you don't have love in the, mm-hmm. as the foundation. Ephesians says, being rooted and grounded in love. That's right. Amen. So, so let's go ahead and pray us into this session, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get into Galatians. So we hope you have your Bible and uh, a pen ready to go. Lord, Heavenly Father, as we look into your law, it is the law of love. It's the law of grace. It's the law of mercy. Because it's all predicated on your love. Because you are love. And so as we study, uh, may this word of love become fresh and alive on the inside of each one of these listeners today. And may we be able to apply it and put it to use in all of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we're going to start in Galatians chapter 5 today as we finish up this part of our Powering Up series. Because we are powering up all year. We're leveling up to new places in God. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of, well, the, I don't play video games at all anymore. But I used to when I was in high school, Nintendo was big and oh, yeah. Mario Brothers were big. And you always wanted to level up. You wanted to go to that next place. And it always made it better when you powered up, when you got bigger. You know, your little Mario, when you, when you got that <laughs> mushroom. And, uh, you know... You, we think of love, I think of love that way. We're going to power up, we're going to level up, we're going to become mightier than we are on our own when we put love to work. And love is that fuel then that makes us go even farther than we could by ourselves. Well, we talked about 1 Corinthians 13, and it says you can do all these good things. You know, mm-hmm. you can give to the poor, you can be a good person, but if you're not doing it in love, right. it's worth nothing. You're going to stand before God one day and say, but I did this. I volunteered all the time at this place, and I, I gave yeah. my time and money over here, and I did this. Look at how much good I did. Well, did you do it for selfish reasons? Mm-hmm. Or did you do it in God? Or did you do it in love? Which and so love. we want to do everything that we do in love. And, you know, we're talking about faith today as well, because love is the fuel for our faith. Because yeah. um, it's uh, things expecting things that are not seen yet, and we're going to put our love on it. We're mm-hmm. going to put Him in the middle of it. And, That's how we and, put God and, in the middle yep. of our faith. Yeah. And so we're going to see that. So we're here in Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. It says, For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything. But faith working through love or faith uh, functioning. I like a function. Mm-hmm. Or another version that in the New Living Translations, faith expressing itself in love. 
And so it's exciting that faith is not about what you do. It's about the expression of love that God has. And you're attaching yourself in a little bit different, not to the seen, but the unseen. We're going to attach ourselves to the supernatural and God's love rather than the natural and what we can do. And that's where faith is the, you know, love is that fuel of our faith because it's like all things are possible through God. If, you know, he does exceedingly greater than all I could ever ask, hope, or imagine. Those are verses of scripture that are attaching love to our faith because of his love for us. Mm -hmm. And we get selfish in that a lot of times. And that's where a lot of Christians get hammered about, you know, and crucified over that you see it's all about your selfish love. In, well, God's going to do this. No, it's not about that as much as our faith in Christ's expression of love to us, to heal us, to give us the hope. And in that, our whole lives then are a ripple effect into others. Mm-hmm. You know, I've used the example of this um, faith working through love. If you have a train, it has a lot of power behind it, right? But it can't go anywhere unless it's on the tracks. Mm-hmm. And so tracks, the track is like the love. Mm-hmm. And the faith is like the the train. So if you are want to move yeah. in your faith, you need that love track. And the fuel is your action. <laughs> right. So... Yeah, that's go. very, very good. And you want to stay on the tracks of love. <laughs> you want to stay on the tracks. Because Don't go off the tracks. You get off the get rails stuck. really quick, and you're going to cause a, quite an accident. That's for yes. sure. No. Um, because love is this commandment that we've been given to not only God care for us, but us care for others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you we are... derailed. When you get off love, right. you get derailed you get in a derailed, big way. Yeah, big time. And we are to love others as ourselves, we found out. And uh, in that love, then, God, we just need to know that we don't have to be jealous in that. We just need to be accepting of that because we have that same. You know, I love the Kenneth Copeland uh, message that, and it's really his his son-in-law that says, you know, if that happens for you, it can also happen for me. And so we're not bitter. We're excited for the part of God loving us in that same way and in a different way because we're all made different in in everything that we do. So faith or love makes faith work and is that fuel that we need. I want to turn to a a place that you wouldn't think about love in the middle of a situation and go to Acts chapter 9. Now you Bible scholars out there are going to say that's where Saul is converted and finds Jesus and he becomes Paul uh, to all of us. And uh, he was a, a Christ killer, or Jesus, you know, follower, Christian, Christian killer. killer, which is really killing Christ, you know, because it said, you know, as he knocked Paul off the horse, Jesus knocked him off the horse and said, why are you persecuting me? Mm-hmm. And uh, But what I want to get to is jump beyond that. And Paul has the scales removed, and he starts doing great things in Damascus, in the name of God, in the name of Jesus, because of the scales of this world of hatred, of bitterness, of jealousy, of what God was, 
not trying to do what he was trying to do. And it all really predicated on love. And one person saw that because we would all be hesitant to talk to Saul mm -hmm. and think Saul's motives are going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. We really are. If we don't, if all we can do is go by past experience and past knowledge, Saul would not be any of our first choice to do anything. Mm -hmm. But we find here that there was a fellow that had God spectacles on. <laughs> and I want to look at verse 27 of chapter 9 of Acts. And it says, But Barnabas, but love, took him and brought him to the apostles and declared to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had spoken to him, meaning Jesus, that's the he is capitalized, and how he had preached boldly, meaning Paul, boldly in Damascus in the name of Jesus. So what was Barnabas doing? Why do I bring you here? Because faith works by love. And Barnabas saw love now working in Paul and said, you know what? We're, we're needing to take you to the apostles. You need to meet these guys. You need to learn from them. And I'm going to vouch for you. And so Barnabas was sticking his neck out. Um, you know, I'm looking at Barnabas, looking at Paul through the eyes of love. And then he had to have faith that God, what God was doing was right. And then he was going to help mold that. And that's what a lot of us don't do is we don't see God's perspective on a situation. And we don't see God's love in that situation. And then we tune out and we tune away. We turn away. And we need to be more like Barnabas and say, I see what God's doing, and now let's help mold and shape the situation. And that's faith working by love. That's putting God's will first in a situation when we don't quite understand what's going on. And, and just to know that, you know, God's going to work in this situation. And, and it says how... He had preached boldly at Damascus. Paul had a, a, a moment of conversion and a clarity and a revelation of who Jesus is and was to the world. And so he was excited to share that love. And, and did Paul do everything right after this? No, he did not. And did Barnabas do everything right? No, but Barnabas continued to walk with the perspective of love and love's potential. Because Barnabas and Paul became a team on the first missionary journey. And then there was a guy by the name of Mark who wrote the book of Mark that Paul uh, said at one point, he's just a bother and no help. <laughs> so it, it was such a, a moment of clear, or you know, a moment of division that Barnabas. And Mark went one way, and Paul and Saul went another way. Silas. Or Silas, excuse me, Paul and, yeah, Paul and Silas, not Paul and Saul, Paul is Saul. <laughs> and so in that, again, Barnabas was showing the love perspective and the potential that God had in, in the situation. And I think we all need to do that, and that's where faith works by love. And how he can bring about this newness and freshness and and bring out love brings out more than what we see. Mm 
-hmm. in people and in situations. It really um, is having God's vision. You know, I, I tell the story often because it was such a, a pivotal moment for me um, when we were at school at Rama, and the teacher was talking about love. And all of a sudden, I can only explain it like this. It, I guess it was kind of a vision, um, yeah. but it was as if I had like sunglasses on, but they were love glasses. And I could look around the room and I could see how God saw everybody. Mm -hmm. I could see through his eyes of love. And I tell you what, I still get goosebumps when I think mm -hmm. about it because it was so contrary to how we see people. Mm -hmm. We see their flaws pretty we much We see first. their flesh. We see their flesh. We see all these things that annoy us and irritate us. We see you know, those things, but God sees the heart and he loves, I mean, the love that I felt from God to mm. these people that even I was like, you know, yeah. was to this day, you know, I still remember that it was so it's touching. And so moment. it was a pivotal moment that God sees things differently. Right. We need to get his perspective. And, and in doing so, we hook up in faith. Mm -hmm. Because we might not see what's going on, but God does. Yeah. And that's where, I, you know, we want to end this love series, you know, our love month on, is that perspective of love requires faith that things are going to change. Things are going to, God's put us on this love track to go in a certain direction, and it needs our actions to fuel and get down the track a little bit on it. And so as we close, go with us to John, First John. Chapter 4. Which is where we started this whole series right. with the first week. It is. And we started in our first week of John, 1 John 4, 8, where it says, God does not, or he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Mm -hmm. But I want to take us back, and Colette wants to take us back to verse 4. Um, because it's about that, that we reach down on the inside of us in a greater way than ever we thought possible. And you got to remember that you have more depth in you than you thought possible because of Christ on the inside of you that the depths are, are going to be everlasting. So here in 1 John 4, 4, it says, you are of God. That means you are of love. That's right. Little children and have overcome them, meaning the opposition, the persecution, through love, as we saw, love. we overcome by love. Overcome by love. Because he who is in you, love, is greater than he who is in the world, which is sin and death. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're trying to do. Through love and through our actions of love, we are bringing life, love, hope, help, healing into people's lives. In your own life. Because if you're going to stay off of this greater is he that is in me, greater is the love that is in me than the situation, then you're going to get stuck. And you're going to just spin your life and go nowhere. And you're going to say, where's God? Because, but you've forgotten to put and uh, get on the love tracks mm -hmm. where God can then move you along and make your life soar. That's right. Like he did Paul, like he did Barnabas, and like he's doing to each one of us. Amen. Amen. So... 
Go ahead. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us today. And um, we look forward to this whole year of powering up. And so stay tuned for next week. And until then, bring hope home to your life today. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. Please take a moment and check out our website, which contains all kinds of free resources to help you on your spiritual journey. Our show notes also contain links to our Instagram and Facebook. We'd love to meet you there. See you back next week as we start a new theme on powering up our habits. Have a great week.